beautiful possibility. The Creative Process Journal of Jillian Jacob Kieser. That's me. I created this for all stuck, hopeful, and aspiring creatives everywhere. You're not alone. The truth is, perfectionism grabbed me sometime in adolescence and halted my creative journey for many years. Today, my desire to create is stronger than my fear. So I created this podcast as my day-to-day account of getting unstuck and into motion. In this audio journal, I'll take you along on my process of unblocking and relearning how to find joy, courage, and fulfillment in creating. I always say the only place to start is exactly where you are. So let's begin. Hey, y'all. So today's little ditty is about stretching, Um, not physical stretching, which is great and I am a fan of, but uh, boundary stretching, ability stretching. Um, I was, I was talking to my husband last night about my ambitions over the next few 10 years, things I want to do, things that make me really excited and was sort of explaining to him that like, I, I love being scared. I like my sort of comfort zone is the the discomfort zone that's like right at the edge of what I know I can do. And that's not to say like I'm like a crazy badass who like loves jumping out of airplanes or anything like that. It's not super scary stuff. <laughs> but it's like stuff that's just at the edge of my personal courage and my personal uh, internal ability, my personal confidence in myself, just that kind of stuff is sort of the sweet spot for me. And I've, I don't know, I don't think I was always this way, but I've developed this over the years, um, where I, I'm not really happy. I'm not really satisfied unless I'm learning something new, whether I'm in a class or working with a coach, like I like to be stretching the boundaries, that stretching feeling feels really good to me. And it feels like I'm making progress. And one place I can pinpoint that starting where I became un- became comfortable with discomfort was in the beginning of my career where I was not doing the work I'm doing now. I was working uh, in the hair industry. I was an apprentice hairstylist. I worked for the Vidal Sassoon organization, which was a super great experience and taught me a lot. But one of the best gifts that I got out of that experience was as an apprentice, you sweep hair, you bring people tea and you make a minimum wage. That's the apprentice gig. And the goal of your apprenticeship is to do your coursework, learn how to cut hair by cutting real people's hairs, hairs, cutting their hairs (laughs) and passing your classes. And the only way you get out of this minimum wage job and into a real stylist role is getting through all your coursework. And to get through your coursework, you need models. You need live people who have agreed to let you cut their hair to come sit in your chair for like two plus hours if you're slow, like I was. Sometimes it was three hours where your teacher comes over, checks your work, gives you feedback, you do it again. It's like a long arduous process. And so you have to find your own, like basically saints that will come sit in your chair and let you learn on them. 
they also have to pay. <laughs> they pay you money. They have to pay $20 to sit there for two hours. Um, so this is kind of a steep ask where you're going up to people being like, hello, I don't know what I'm doing. I know a little bit, but I'm clearly a student and I want you to take time out of your day to come pay me money, me, a stranger you've never met, uh, to come do this basically favor for me where you'll probably get a good haircut. No guarantees, right? Um, so that's like huge. But the only way to get through that madness is like you have to just knock those models off like day by day. Like you need X amount per week and you got to keep getting them and keep getting them. And so I realized like the only way I'm going to ever be done with this thing I don't want to do is doing it so much and like making it become something that I'm like, okay, doing, I like, I needed to sort of hack this for myself. And so I developed these sort of like <laughs> mental models that helped me get out of my own skin. I, you know, I created these personas and characters that I would become when I'd go ask random strangers on the street. I, this is where I developed my principle of throwing out the first waffle where like I was, I knew that once I got warmed up, like I was better at asking strangers things, but I would, <laughs> the first one was always awkward. I would stumble. I was like cold. So I pick someone who I didn't even want to say yes to me and <laughs> go and give them my pitch. And then whether they said yes or no, it didn't matter to me because it was just like, this was my throat clearing person. <laughs> so that's where I first developed that method. And that's actually been really useful for lots of other stuff. <laughs> but um, yeah, the whole point of that story was like, that was the first experience in my life where I realized many of the things I want to do are on the other side of being uncomfortable, something that's going to stretch me and make me do something I don't want to do and I don't like doing, but which will eventually become something that I totally can do. I might never like doing it, but it won't be, um, it won't be as scary anymore once I'm like, okay, cool. I have a method to do this. No one ever bit my head off. I can just do it and get it done. And so like that became sort of the, I don't know, like the, the, the paradigm, like that became my comfortable place of like, if I'm not growing and stretching, I, I feel like I could be doing more to get closer to my goals. And that absolutely applies with the creative process with especially for me, not with creating, but with sharing, like sharing always feels so vulnerable to me. And so I know that the more I do it, the better I get at it. And it still feels hard, but I've developed, you know, your, your brain is very creative and pragmatic and useful. And like, you'll develop these little new pathways that get you to the thing. Like I used to, in my first podcast, which I did with my lovely friend, Jasmine, I knew that I wouldn't be able to hit publish. Like I knew in my soul that was too hard for me. I knew I could make great content. I could write great outlines, conduct good interviews, but I knew that like actually wrapping up the content, you know, like getting it out there and being like, yes, people consume this, you know, like hear, hear my voice, hear what I'm saying. And like, let that sit with you. Like I couldn't do it. And so <laughs> I love you, Jasmine. Jasmine was the one who published every single episode. <laughs> I couldn't do it. 
And thinking about fast forward three years and that I'm doing this on my own now, I was just like, wow, the thing that was a stretch for me then is now like a thing I know I can do. It still is hard. I get a little palm sweaty when I hit publish on an episode, but it's what was outside of the realm of like considerable possibility for me then is now something that I'm like, okay, cool. This is one of the skills I know that I have in, in, in the bag. I've just, I was reflecting on that, that like our personal growth really is this continuum that's so often invisible that the things that were super stretchy or maybe inconceivable to you a few years ago are now things you're doing without even thinking about them. And so you don't recognize the progress that you've made. And I want to encourage you to recognize the progress that you've made because that stuff is incredible. You're doing something now that was inconceivable to you. What 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 is it? Do you know what it is? And by the same token, there's something that today for you feels out of reach, something only someone else could do that a few years from now will be something you are doing and enjoying the fruits of. Right? Like, because this is not about the sort of like punishing, like masochistic thing of like, I always want to be uncomfortable. Like that's, <laughs> that's not me. It's it's not. And I, it's probably not you. Maybe it is, but it's, for me, it's always been about what's the thing on the other side that I want so bad that I will walk through this fire <laughs> to get to. It's not about the fun of walking through fire necessarily. It's about being able to think about yourself. Like for me in the hair salon, it was like thinking about myself earning more than minimum wage and like having a a good job that I liked where I felt, you know, uh, competent and, you know, in my, in my flow, like feeling really good professionally. And like, for me now in this work, this is what I was telling my husband yesterday in the same conversation. I have this vision of this community that I want to create around creative process, supporting each other through our blocks and challenges of expression and sharing and being vulnerable with one another and getting recognition for our work. And like this community, when I think about it, all of you are in it. When I think about you all, it makes me so happy so deliriously happy of what we'll be able to do together that I push through my own boundaries in order to get there because I know that that place is so great. So (laughs) that's the thought for today. I hope you leave this feeling proud of where you've come from, how you've grown and excited for where you're going that doesn't maybe even seem conceivable to you right now. So I'll leave you there. Thank you so much for being here and I will catch you next time. Bye.